Good morning, Christian America. Welcome to another Friday. So you know what that means. It means that it's time to focus on the family because every Friday we come to you guys and we try to give you some tools and techniques and some and some ideas that you can implement into your family life, to your family structure that will provide a foundation of biblical principles, of Christian American principles on the greatness of God and the greatness of our country that he's blessed us with and how that foundation can permeate into your family lives and last generation after generation. It's crucially important as adults, as Christian American adults in 2019 that we pass on the good news to our children. And today, today we're going to talk about that specifically kind of building on Wednesday's uh, scripture on divorce. What are we doing as a family? What are we doing as a community, as a Christian American community to strengthen our families, to strengthen the faith of our children? Let's get into it. Let's focus on the family. So good morning, Christian America. Welcome to Focus on the Family this Friday. As always, Fridays, we come to you to discuss what's so important about the Christian American family. Why is it so important that our families stay strong, that they stay unified, that they inspire and lead the way for other families that are struggling? And and, and here's the truth. Every family struggles. Every family struggles at, uh, at, at certain times, from time to time. Every family needs an uplifting message, needs an example to follow. You just might be that example or someone may provide that example for you and your family. I think it's crucial. We think that it's crucial that we that we come to you periodically every day, every Friday. We focus on the family. We intently and intentionally focus on the family, the family unit the traditions of family, and how do we grow our family? How do we grow the Christian American family? These are some questions that we have to think about. We have to talk about. We have to decide what type of community are we going to be. How are we going to solve these problems? Before we do that, though, I want to let you guys know, remind you, as always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, if you want to contribute to the Christian American cause, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com where we sell Christian American apparel. So those of you who are only listening on the podcast, uh, the audio only version of this, you can't see me. But if you were to see me, you would see that I'm currently wearing a smoke gray tri-blend quality premium tee from ChristianAmericanTees.com with the signature Christian American logo the colored logo with the shining cross representing the shining light of Christ, representing the light that he inspires us to be, that he requires us to be, to be that light of the world that draws people to him, not to us, but to him. It's very crucial. If you cannot go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, it's, it's not that uh, it's not payday yet. And you can't afford it. Whatever the case may be, you can always contribute to the Christian American community by liking and sharing and, and, and posting and commenting and subscribing to the podcast, 
to the website, to the to the uh, to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Let your friends know. Let your Christian American f- uh, uh, family know, and even those that aren't Christian Americans or don't call them themselves Christian Americans, but they are quote unquote religious. They may be religious or spiritual. Tell them to stop sitting on the fence. Join the community. Learn the Christian American principles. Learn why the Christian American principles and values that this country was founded upon have allowed us with God's blessing to achieve the heights in which our country is currently uh, achieving. Right? There is no mistake. There is no coincidence that the most staunchly Christian country in Western society over the last 200 years is also the most prosperous, is also the, the, the leader, which is also the, the one that has risen, that, that has risen out of poverty and has and allowed other countries to rise out of the dust of poverty and provided them with a path forward that they, that they can emulate, that we are that example that they can emulate for success. That's an important message. It's an important message to know, and it's an important message to pass on, especially within our communities, with, especially within our families. You know, I'm looking at divorce rates, right? I'm looking at divorce rates in America from, you know, uh, all the way up until or as, as recently as 2016. And I would, I would tell you what it shows is that divorce rates have been rising since the 50s. They really hit a turn after the 60s. They started to increase, and they've increased ever since. And And what we see now, what the data shows now is that if you're age 45 and older, I mean, you're at a 25 to 30% chance of divorce. That That's what the divorce rates are for, for folks over 45. And the, the article that I'm looking at, and I won't mention it, um, I, I mean, we might post it here in a little while. Um, essentially, tries to rationalize this. They, they, in in the classic liberal or anti-Christian, should I say, anti-Christian mantra, dogma, that well, the reason why there the in the the rates in, of divorce have increased is because people are more educated now. The average married wife tends to have a, a bachelor's of arts in something. They have a four-year degree in something. So we're more educated. Not in, in implying there that it's because we're so smart now that we divorce, that we know that there's not, there's not a need for marriage. The smarter we are, that's the, that's the implication in the article, the smarter that we are, the more we realize that divorce or that marriage is not necessary. And that's a statement, right? This is the same trope that has been labeled on Christians since the the since Jesus rose. Actually, since Jesus walked the earth, this is this this is the trope that has been thrown our way. Is that that, that we're that we're foolish, that we're uneducated. That we're poor buffoons 
out in, in, in Galilee, back out in the backwater area of Galilee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The poor and uneducated, they follow him, right? The, these were the original uh, disparagements of the Pharisees and the Sadducees during, during the age of Jesus. But they haven't gone anywhere. They continue to, to, to linger. They continue to fester generation after generation, year after year, person after person. Every quote-unquote educated individual continues with this same line of attack that, oh, yes, you have, you, to believe in Christ, to believe in God, you must be uneducated and, and, and uninformed. Hence, this study, you, oh, it, the idea of marriage is for the uneducated. What I would tell you that the that the, as the rate of divorces increases, the rate of drug use increases, the rate of suicide increases, the rate of mental illness increases, the rate of anxiety increases. All of those things also increase. The rate of high school dropouts increase. The rate of depression increases. Could they correlate? I believe they do. I believe they do. Because all of the studies also show what a two-parent household with a mother and a father and does for their children. The benefits, the added benefits that it has for their children. Stronger self-esteem. Better grades in school. More, more likely to achieve Financial success, more likely to, to uh, achieve a college degree. All of these things that have been deemed good in our society stem from a strong family, stem from a family centered around Christ's word, because that's what makes a strong family. You can't have a strong family without the bond of God, without the bond of Christ. We talked Wednesday about how the about how marriage is a bond not between man, woman, and government, but marriage is a bond between man, woman, and God. God ties that knot. And it creates one where there was two. He bonds man and woman. He bonds husband and wife. And that bond creates life. And that life and those children are the future of our society, they're the future of our country. They're the future of our Christian American faith. If they don't have the tools necessary and the education necessary, not the education they're going to get in school, but the education that they're going to get in the family of how to live right, how to be a strong man, how to be a strong wife, how to serve and sacrifice for one another, for the, for the family unit. If they don't have these tools, how are they ever going to achieve anything when they become an adult that's extremely important it's extremely important because us as adults as christian american adults we have to give that we have to give our time we have to give our effort and it's not easy i realize that i sit here with at least think 10 things to do today at least 10 things to do today and they're all important we have to make time for those that we care about, 
Show me where you spend your time, and I will show you where your priorities are. Anybody can give you money. Anybody can buy you stuff. Anybody can send your kid to camp, to basketball camp, or a religious camp, or whatever. Show me where you spend your time, and I will show you where your priorities are. I'll take you back to Deuteronomy 26, verse 9, where God talks about the first fruits. It says, he brought us out of this place. He brought us to this place and gave us the, this land, a land of flowing, flowing with honey and milk. And now I bring the first fruits of the soil to you, Lord. Now I bring the first fruits, not the leftover fruits, not the spare fruits, not the fruits that we already ate. And, and now here's some, uh, uh, some, some, some fruits that we didn't get to. That's not we, what we offer to the Lord. That's not what we offer to our families. That's not what we offer to our children. We don't offer the leftovers. We don't, we don't offer the, the, uh, you know, the ones that haven't been eaten. No, we, we give you our best. We give the Lord our best. That's why we come to you in the morning. By the end of the day, I'm tired. By the end of the day, we're tired. We're hungry. We're, uh, uh, we have a lot on our mind. The world has gotten to us at the end of the day. If I were to come to you then... If we were to come to you at that point, you would just be getting the leftovers of what I have to give. You, I come to you. We come to you first thing in the morning because we want to give you what's first on our minds. We want to give you the, what's first in our hearts, what we think of after a long night's rest, although they could be longer night's rest. But after a night's rest, what has God given to us? What has he shown us? What did he show us yesterday? It gives us time to think on the path of life and, and, and what has presented itself, what meaning is behind that. And then we wake up fresh in the morning and we come to you with the message of whatever it is of the day. It's important that we as adults, as we as we as heads of our household make an intentional effort to provide the very best to our children the very best to our spouses the very best to our family life not the leftovers and the very best of our family life the, the very best that we can offer are the tools and the example that Christ has given us. The idea of marriage and this, this idea that divorce is, is something to be celebrated or there's nothing wrong with that. We said in Matthew 5, uh, in Matthew 5, verse 31 through 37, last uh, on Wednesday when we when we talked about divorce that there is no divorce divorce is wrong 
If you think you're going to divorce your wife and you and, and you lay with another wife, you commit adultery. And that woman, that other woman, she commits adultery. That's a sin. That's a that's a top 10, 10 commandment. Thou shalt not commit adultery. It's important. Jesus is telling you there is no such thing as divorce. That you enter into marriage under the sight of God and that, that it's a bond that's unbreakable. Till death do you part. That's why that line is there. Till death do you part. And even after death, those that you will live with in the presence of God are your wife and children. So it's important. Marriage is important, especially in 2019, because just like this article insinuates, there are numerous talking heads out there that are telling you that it's okay to divorce. It's okay not to be married. Matter of fact, we have programs and incentives not to be married, to have children out of wedlock. Guess what happens when you have children out of wedlock? You qualify for all types of programs. You qualify for things. If you're a single mother out there raising kids and you don't have a husband in the house, you qualify for nearly every program that's out there. And if you need it, then we're, we're, we're happy something is there to provide you with sustenance. Right? That's not what we're talking about. But what we are talking about is the incentive not to marry. We are called to marry. We are called to, if you're a man, you're called to marry a woman. If you're a woman, you're called to marry a man, someone who, who you love, and that you should raise kids, that you should bear children, and that those children should praise God Almighty. And the only way that that happens is you have to be dedicated to it. You have to be dedicated to raising children. You have to be dedicated to your significant other. You live your life by the, with the laws and the example that Christ has set forth in the scripture, point blank. And then if you do these things, it's shown that you will be more, you will have a happier, quote unquote, happier life. You will be more fulfilled. Your life will have more meaning. And those around you, their lives will have more meaning because they will, they will be the byproduct of that example. They will be the leftovers of your example because the, the first fruit you've already given, you've given it to God. And then God then blesses you and your family with abundance that you could then share with everyone else. As long as you stay true and you stay dedicated to Christ and you raise your kids in a manner to do the same you can't go wrong. They can't go wrong. You only go wrong when you don't pay attention to God. You don't follow the example of Christ. You don't love your neighbor as you love yourself. When you don't do these things is when catastrophe comes. Catastrophe that can't be overcome without Christ. Any catastrophe can be overcome with Christ. 
anything. All things are possible through Christ our Lord. We all know that scripture. Anything is possible. And there are many that attest to it because there are many that have lived through it. But if you don't do that, if you don't raise your children, if you don't marry the one that you love, if you don't take that marriage seriously, if you think that you can walk away from it, if you think you can you can give leftovers to your spouse and your kids and, and, and think that that's going to be a, a healthy marriage, that's like a, that's like a plant or a child. Right? Imagine if you gave a child donuts three meals a day. Imagine that, it, that, it, that, that you gave a child donuts and candy and Coke three meals a day. What type of shape would that child be in? What type of damage would you be doing to it? You'd be putting it on a path. You'd be putting that child on a path of destruction, of, of misery, of pain, of a lifetime, of problems. Health problems, mental problems, physical problems. You'd be ruining it. Is that what we want to do with our marriage? Is that what we want to do with our children? With their mind? Flooding it with candy and donuts about how things are always going to be great? And that we are great and that they're great? Or do we want to give them truth? Do we want to give them the truth that Christ gave us? Do we want to give them his revelation? Do we want to give them the laws of Moses refined, clarified, and perfected in the example of Christ? Imagine what you do when you feed that child that information. You put him on a path. You put her on a path for future success, maybe not monetary success, maybe not success in the job market. None of, none of that stuff really matters, but success in life, to be a good person. Raising a good person, raising good children that put Christ first and love of their country second is crucial in their development. It's crucial in the, in, in, in the grander scheme of things. Who cares about money and, and, and stuff and cars and houses and clothes and stuff like that? What does that matter to God? What does that matter on your own happiness and health? Ask anyone in the cancer ward of a hospital. Ask anyone if they care about the amount of money in their bank account. The only thing they care about is the willingness to live, the ability to live another day pain-free. And that's crucial to understand, ladies and gentlemen. That's crucial to understand. Now, we're going to leave it there until next week when we continue this conversation on the family. And as always, I'd like to, to, to leave you guys with a reminder that you can contribute to the Christian American cause by going to ChristianAmericanTees.com and picking yourself up some quality Christian American gear. We sell tees, tanks, hoodie sweats, amongst other things. We encourage you to go to the website and find something. If you can't find something, that's okay. 
We want participation, not a donation. Continue to share and like our quotes. Continue to subscribe to the to our YouTube channel. Continue to tune in Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays for the Good Morning Christian American podcast. We're growing more and more every day, and we can't do that without your support. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, stay blessed. Stay on fire for Christ. That's what call. That's what Paul calls us to do. Stay on fire. Stay lit for Christ. God bless.